Welcome to the Port State Church Podcast. You're listening to our Advent Meditation Series, where we are slowing down in order to prepare our hearts to celebrate Christ this Christmas. To help guide our time, we'll read together in the Gospels, each week focusing on a different theme. This week's theme is centering on the purpose of Jesus. We hope these Advent meditations will focus our minds and prepare our hearts to celebrate Christ this Christmas season as we let Jesus introduce himself to us all over again. Happy Thursday, and welcome back to our Advent meditation series as we spend the days leading up to Christmas reflecting on the life of Jesus Christ. Looking to him fuels our hope as we live in the space in between Christ's arrival and his eventual return. For many of us, we define the holiday season as one of the few times that we see the family and friends that we care about. The weeks, months, and sometimes years of separation can make reconnection that much more special. On the other hand, when reconnection doesn't happen, whether it's due to distance, loss, or circumstance, it can be heartbreaking. The weight of grief and the sense of separation can diminish our spirit. Today, as we look to the life of Christ, we will consider the pains of a different separation and the lengths God will go to seek and save the lost and then celebrate in their reconciliation. Before we begin, I want to provide space for you to pause and reflect on the places in your life where you may feel a sense of separation in your connection with God and consider what's causing this distance. And then pray and invite God to meet you in that space and make his presence known. Father, we come to you expectant for what you will do in this time. I ask that for all of us who are listening, that we would feel a nearness that maybe we've never even felt before. And I pray that your presence would be tangible to us, even if it's just for the next few moments. And God, I pray that no matter what life is like right now, no matter what's clouding our thoughts or stuck in our minds, God, I ask that you would guide our attention towards you, your love, and all that you are. Amen. All of us have found ourselves lost and without hope at some point in our lives. In Luke 15, Jesus tells three short stories about the plight of the lost, a lost sheep, a lost coin, and a prodigal son. Jesus often spoke in parables to paint a picture of how his kingdom, his ways, and his heart operates. Consider the parable of the lost sheep in Luke 15, verses 1 through 7. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he does find it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulder and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who don't need to repent. Reading through these tales in Luke 15, you cannot help but notice the -the over-the-top search that broke out and the drastic response to its recovery. The shepherd left behind the 99 sheep to find his one. The woman went to great lengths to locate her coin. She turned her house upside down, digging in the couch and flipping over mattresses, all to find that precious coin. The father gazed at the horizon, just waiting for his son's return. What occurred when what was lost was finally found? 
Upon the return of the sheep, the shepherd gathered his friends so they could share in the joy of the recovered sheep. The woman and the father did the same. Each time, celebration broke out. The shepherd, the searching woman, and the hopeful father seemed to represent God, while the wandering sheep, the silver coin, and the prodigal son symbolize us. We tend to think that one is insignificant, especially when we believe the one is us. But that couldn't be further from the truth. We are not merely lifted on the shoulders of the shepherd or placed in the woman's purse. The beauty of the gospel is that when a prodigal returns, all of heaven gathers and rejoices. In Jesus' eyes, being found is equated with repentance and defined by belonging. The sheep belonged to the shepherd. The coin belonged to the woman. The prodigal son belonged at his father's side. And you belong to God. Repentance is the only way to deal with our sins and regret. Repentance isn't a response to the weight of our sin, but rather a reaction to the extravagance of God's grace. The fact that the Bible speaks of being reconciled infers that there's something that separates. In order to restore us to our original design and to break us free from the curse of sin, God sent his son Jesus Christ as a sacrifice for our transgressions. Through Jesus, we are clean, set apart, made alive, and no longer are our sins held against us. If a statement like that overwhelms you, don't dismiss it. Instead, embrace this life-changing truth. Or maybe you know you have been found, yet you have lost the marvel of the fact that you also belong. Pray and thank God for His grace and mercy. But don't stop there. Because you belong and encounter His love, you carry the message of reconciliation. You're a carrier of grace, and people in need of it are all around you. Before we wrap up our time together, we want to provide you some space to respond to what we read and maybe to what God is trying to say to you. First, take a moment to process this question. You matter and you belong. What emotions does a statement like that elicit inside your heart? Another question to consider is this. How are you stewarding this message of reconciliation and sharing with others that there's a place where they are known, loved, and belong? Now take a moment to pray for what God places on your heart during this time, and then I'll come back and share a prayer for all of us. Father God, I confess that I'm a prodigal in so many ways. There are places in my heart where I run from you. May I remember that no matter how far I go, that you pursue me and never give up on me. Let my response to this unfathomable love be what fuels my return home where I belong, in your presence. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Today, remember that you worship a God who pursues and rescues. Tomorrow, as we close out our week reflecting on the purposes of Jesus, we'll consider the freedom that he provides us from the things that hold us captive. Until then, blessings. Blessings.